Hi everyone, welcome to A Mobile Mentor. Jay Shetty once said, anyone can be your mentor. It's just a matter of learning from someone else's story. So with that, this is a podcast about navigating life on the move, whether it's from England to abroad, teenhood into adulthood, or personal and professional transitions, all wrapped up in the modern world of change. So take what you need, find your own way, and be happy doing it. Hello, my darlings. Welcome back to another episode. We're in the thick of January. How is everyone feeling? Um, I'll answer that. I'll start. Um, It's been a bit of a weird month, especially at the beginning. I found the entry into January, and I'm not talking about New Year's Eve and the whole shenanigan. I'm just talking about the general entry into January. Was I found it pretty unnerving. And before I go into sort of like the themes coming up for me, I'm just going to give you a bit of like overview of like how I've kind of tried to soothe myself because I found it a bit like panicky and nerving, a lot of discomfort, a bit of worry about what's coming, um, where I'm at in life. Um, So I think generally I have to acknowledge that like this time of year always brings a sense of like reflection and then like a focus on what's ahead. But I think this year, particularly after two and a bit years of the pandemic, um, being inside a lot at the end of December because of illness and also having just got COVID, I'm actually recording um, this now, having COVID, which will release a couple of weeks later. Um, I've just been in a lot, so with my own thoughts um, and reflecting on what's been gone on the last year and then just thought, I'm turning 31. Like, I don't know, I'm so fine with being this age, but I think what has come up for me is this concept of time just like flying by. So days can just go. And then suddenly we went from like August in summer 2021 to being December at Christmas. And I'm like, where has that time gone? It's just flown by. And I think that is where I'm finding this sort of like uneasiness into January. I'm like, another year's gone. I really want to make sure that like, I think what is my trouble is I really want to like harness everything life gives to me and like live with no regrets and just always follow my heart and I think with that as my driver and my north star it does add a lot of pressure to my weeks and my years so I think that was like tripping me up um I also felt like I wanted to do so much and I felt like my prime days of just being youthful and abundant and high energy and like a bit more flexible and malleable were kind of over not over but like they are I am less in that state I think naturally when you grow up you know a bit more about who you are you have your boundaries you stay in your lane a bit more you're really strong in like your core and I think with that brings obviously a great next phase of life but I think less malleability and meandering fluidity and I think with my north stars it's kind of hard I think I'm finding it hard to envision my sort of fluid lifestyle and like keep you know trying everything as well as trying to kind of commit to who I am now and what I need I think it's maybe just like an identity shift um, and my wants and needs maybe are trying to now fuse together to be similar rather than being too separate. So I think this whole panic is coming from those layers. Yeah, so anyway, as I said, trying to find solutions and answers when technically they might not come this soon in January, like new year, new you with resolutions doesn't always mean you'll have the answers to the next phase of your life in the first week after like sitting down and mind mapping so I need to sort of reduce that pressure on myself and just sit with this discomfort and hopefully answers and time will tell so something that I want to speak about first that was really integral at the end of last year December um it was an occurrence that happened and it was super special um and it's special for a couple of reasons firstly it landed on December 22nd and I was down down at home in Sussex having my walk as I do around the country fields and the countryside in England 
um, you know, mud on shoes, getting a bit spat on by the rain uh, in my rain mac and seeing fellow, like seeing dog walkers and fellow pedestrians around the land. Very much like a walking for me is very a therapeutic, mindful, um, nif- like uplifting activity. And I always do it just to clear my head and set my mood. So I was meandering in the bushes for a bit and then I came across something wriggling in the corner of my eye I think I was like on my phone changing the podcast and something in the corner of my eye wriggled and it was quite bright and I was like hang on this is strange everything is quite brown and green where I am so I stopped and paused and like cocked my head to the right a little and it was an albino squirrel that's a white squirrel and I'd never seen one of these before in my life nor did I know they existed and it was so captivating it had like scurried down a tree it obviously seen me I was blaring my podcast anyway and I think I was just like I need to stop and sort of get closer to it and just you know um examine it a bit and just learn more about it as I drew nearer it scurried further away and it was just such this like bubbly excitable like fizzy white pure white squirrel like snow was just moving around um so I just felt very like like so much joy ran through me at that point and so much wonder and awe um, because it was so rare and then I carried on my walk around where I was in this nature reserve and about half an hour later I headed back to my parents house and I did a bit of research about it and it felt almost like quite spiritual anyway because December 22nd um, is the birthday of my best friend who passed three well two and a half years prior nearly three years Um, and he he, as a figure in my life represented like pure inspiration like youth um, drive ambition like this playfulness this sort of like endless abundant energy to kind of like try things do things be endlessly curious about people in the world and tell stories and like just be this awesome creative and thinker when I met him and our friendship became so intense so soon on um, and we traveled together he was from South Africa I just learned that he's sort of like whenever I'm with him it just brings out this side of me that wants to sort of like I can do anything I can be who I want to be and I've got to spread my magic with you know my communities and, and the world I know that can be quite like lofty but like he did make me feel that way because he was doing it himself like he saw saw no barriers he was able to just be like I want to do this and I want to achieve this or I, I want this and I'm going to make it happen or I want to tell the story for this brand because he was a filmmaker and it just like oozed just like I just I was magneted to it so on this day of his of his um, sort of birthday anniversary, that came up with the white squirrel, and I was just like, "Wow, this is everything." Anyway, research into the white squirrel. It's very rare. I think there's only a hundred thousand in the world, and like so few in England, let alone Sussex, where I was in the south of England. Um, they are apparent. Well, the squirrel itself sort of represents this scatty nature, like always multitasking. Um, but they also represent warmth, fun, um, like caringness, working together, like gathering, going out, like that. just like in their nature, they represent those things. Um, and sort of reading about what seeing one could mean in general, just a squirrel, not a white squirrel, it's just sort of like try to focus more. Um, and just maybe it's like a sign to sort of less be less scatty and spreading your energy anyway and starting things and just sort of like maybe create some lanes and focus on those. But then the white squirrel, the albino squirrel, something that resonated with me um, was the fact that it usually just is a sign that someone, a loved one is looking down on you, is with you and you're not alone. They're like your sort of guardian angel um, and they're seeing you and they're with you um, and cheering you on. And just after reading that in the day, obviously 
just made me feel so warm and seen inside and cared for and this this isn't this isn't an isolated incident um I've definitely felt on SJ's anniversary anniversaries before he's come up and he's been felt um in that particular spot in Sussex um I was out walking on another anniversary of his death and a dog just came up to me once and was like looked at me just like approached me from the other side of the field looked at me could see I was really upset and I was carrying some sort of energy because I was crying as I was walking and just sort of like stood near me but didn't interact just was like around me and then like ran off it was a very strange interaction obviously dogs are either like come up and they want to greet you and they're all over you or they're just like interested and they run off or they run past you completely but this time was a very strange interaction and I think that's also for me was a sign that he's present anyway um just wanted to share that because even though not many of you might believe in omens or you know the spirit world um and I'm not sure I totally do all the time I think sometimes it's coincidental it does bring me a sense of warmth and if it does bring me joy or a positive emotion I think why not just take it um and it can veer me down a path of like thinking about good things and refocusing my life so it did so you've probably been bombarded and battered around the head with coronavirus stories news and information for the most part of two and a half years but I'm gonna add you add some more to the mix mainly because I always find it quite interesting to hear about people's coronavirus experiences and what they went through. And I think it helps to um, take the power away from bodies and organizations sharing news about it and put it in the sort of more personal frame. Um, So at the time of speaking, like I said, now I have COVID-19 and I'm currently isolating at home alone. Um, I got it just, I think just after Christmas. So I was lucky enough to make it down from London to get home to Sussex, to spend it with my family. Um, who obviously are like a bit older but also my sister and my all my other siblings luckily they're all covid free and I tested um, positive on the 29th of December um, <clears throat> but then found out you know PCR wise the day after no the day after that so just New Year's Eve actually so basically the end of December and going into the new year was very much yeah confronted with covid um, I noticed I was a bit lethargic on the day I was feeling a bit, I think the 29th, I was a bit lethargic in my body. And I was like, maybe this is just because I'm due on my period. I generally get quite like run down and heavy anyway and tired and want to rest more. So I was like, it's just that. <clears throat> I had a little little cough, but it was like more like nothing to report home about. It wasn't consistent. Maybe just the cold weather. And I'd, you know, been, I drank Christmas Eve quite a lot because we have our family celebrations Christmas Eve. So I was like, it's probably just that. I get a bit like <clears throat> phlegmy with that, if that's TMI sorry um and then the day after on the 30th I was like I've got a headache I didn't sleep well that night and I was like maybe it's because I didn't sleep well that I've got this piercing headache um just because you and also I was like up staring at my phone like overthinking about things in January and I was like oh it's probably just like too much on my mind again like a tiny little cough but didn't think anything of it because I was like it's not really anything to write home about it's probably just like the common cold Anyway, that morning I tested lat flow because I was like, just to be safe, we're in the middle of Omicron. Um, So tested positive on two lateral flow tests on the 30th. Very, very faint lines on the T. You know, those little, um, you you usually get like two bars if you're positive, but the T bar was very faint, but that does count still. And I was like, there we go, got my confirmation. So how I feel in myself as having the common cold or maybe just in the lead up to my period, those two things was actually COVID-19. Now I don't know what variant it is. I am double jabbed. Um, I didn't have my booster. 
um, and don't know where I got it from really. Um, and I don't know how long sort of the incubation period is for the different variants. So, so much stuff out there that we're pretty unsure of and there's different sort of like scientists and like information about things. I'll let you go do your own research. But so yeah, um, on the 31st, I got my PCR test and um, that 30, no, on the 30th, I got my PCR. 31st came back positive. So been isolating um, ever since and will do um, as per when I can be released. Um, And then since the 31st, I've sort of felt a bit like fine weirdly like I haven't really had many symptoms the cough like sort of went on the 31st my headache sort of went I've just felt really lethargic in my body and like just a bit tired so I've just been sort of like milling around my house and like you know trying to do creative things and journal a lot and like watch series and listen to podcasts and like cook things um but really just not out of the norm and if I can say anything it feels like for me the a common cold is probably worse than what I have as COVID-19. Just thought I'd give you an account of my coronavirus experiences because I know loads of people have their own individual ones and I've had family members with really, really bad, really bad like bouts of it. I've had friends with like middle bouts of it and others with just like light bouts. So whilst I was COVIDing away and um, hunkering down for a few days, I decided to sort of capitalize on my weird mood I said at the beginning, but like do something with it. I always felt like really pent up. I couldn't obviously go for a walk, which is my usual go-to. And I had loads of stuff in my head that was like stopping me from just like being present and like enjoying what I had. Um, So what I did was just like wrote loads of keywords down on a piece of blank A4. Um, The words that kind of came up for me in terms of like maybe what's important. So just let my hand do the talking really. Um, And after that, I sort of then started stemming off sort of phrases or other keywords from those main words. So for example, I had like health on there nurture, focus, inspiration, art, adventure, me, and then nature. And then from there, I just started thinking about, okay, so I put health down and then I started to like kind of shoot off like no drinking or less drinking and then started to put down like fertility because for me that's just sort of coming up now. I think, you know, acknowledging my age, like what what's that all about? I'm going to have to start thinking about it now. Um, and then I started to put, I put down nutrition, like do I want to rethink how I'm eating based on like where I want to be and like what is, am I eating and am I eating for my optimum and health, that kind of thing. I usually just eat from enjoyment or from intuition or just like the things I like or knowing that like things are good for me, but I'm like maybe I could, you know, push that a bit. So kind of getting more into education on my nutrition. I also put down mental peace off that health thing because um, it's so easy to slip into sort of like a rut and just kind of wanting to, keep like mental tranquility and then for example like inspiration um my off cut was like uh, my offshoot was travel and an offshoot was learning and an offshoot was museums um but then as I was doing all these offshoots from my different keywords I sort of like made arrows to all the different ones that kind of linked up or related or just like circled back to another idea or you know they shared the same sub thought um, and that just helped me put down like just sort of me in 2022 and just offload somewhere um so if you're not really someone who sets resolutions or don't really buy into that or feel uncomfortable with the idea of setting goals etc um yeah if you're like me it does help just like just kind of maybe mind splurge instead and doesn't really have to have any aims or any sort of like um you know quantifiable pieces but just does help you um maybe center 
your headspace. Another thing I did um, to help me kind of go forward was look backwards. And the question I put on the top of my page um, in my notebook was what I did in 2021 with that heart next to it. This was the opportunity for me to literally just write down everything that I thought was awesome or that I achieved or that I experienced or that was quite novel or just like notable down in my notebook. So it could just be as ordinary as like I got two jabs um, um, all the way to like I had a like a, a new like sexual experience and um, or like I tried something for the first time or I became like one of them I really loved was I became a lover of my sister's cat and like obsessed with him, Sammy. Like I watched the London Marathon and my sister's boyfriend race racing. I invested my money into sort of new platforms. I skied for the first time. Um, I got a couple like several job offers. Um, I realized, um, I had unfinished business, business with certain places in the world and certain people. I wrote those things down. Um, you know, a relationship ended. I endured a pandemic. (laughs) Um, yeah, like I think it was just great to just map down everything from big and small to like, just, you know, it might not be remarkable to someone else, but it was like something that like you did and you went through just to help, like, it just helped me, helped me take stock of everything I've been through and to sort of like put into perspective that I don't have to always keep like striving for more or like expect more from myself but just like if I just carry on um noting what I'm able to do it sort of gives me strength to kind of keep going uh I think I was just sort of like in that weird space thinking like what can how can I exceed last year maybe I wasn't like totally but I think there's always that expectation hanging over us and I just thought you know fuck it instead of doing like how can I exceed it's just sort of like I've now got the power to do whatever I want because look at all I've been through. So stop sort of like putting the pressure on yourself. Yeah, that helped me. And so the last bit of sort of like my exercise to look forward in 2022 and beyond, I just wrote down like what are my limits? Like what do I believe? Because there's some things I noted when I started getting all panicky. I was like, oh, hang on. Is that just me and my default thought habits or is that actually true? So I put down all my limits and what I was believed. Um, So for example, like, I was thinking about my relationships and my romantic life. Um, like, can I be with more than one person at once? And can that be comfortable? Um, do I always need to pick one route or pick one side? Can I just sit in the joy of many things? Or can I sit in the discomfort of not knowing or not choosing? Um, I also put, am I holding on to an older life or life in another country as an idea? Or do I actually want it? Or do I actually believe it's possible for me? So I think just mapping down all these things that were swirling around my my mind helped me just to be like, hang on, actually, that's that kind of resonates inside. I think that one's true. And the other one was just like, I think that's just like my head being me or just like my FOMO, like wanting to just like keep me thinking of it. And actually, maybe it's not the right fit for me. And this helped me like dig deeper into maybe what was actually important. Um... So, for example, do I need to keep moving around and looking for change to be content? Because, like, my habit across life is just to kind of always, like, you know, seek what's the next new experience or the next new piece of wonder or um, to, like, chase the next thing. And I found it harder just to sit in, not change. It's like I correlate change and new experiences with, like, growth when actually you can have growth in many ways and it can, you can have, like, ultimate happiness and, like, stuff just by being in your situation for a long period of time so I think I need to sort of change how I value those two things and that was really interesting 
Um, another one which relates to the last bit, like, do I always need an answer? Um, do I need to control things or should I just let things flow and move towards what I'm drawn to? And this this was a really big theme of my last year and I think I did it pretty well, to be honest. So pat on my back, me. I did think I let things flow a bit and I really trusted my gut and like I let those feelings grow and grow and grow until I couldn't ignore them and that's when I knew like that was the answer in either direction, be it positive or negative. Um, so I think I want to kind of pull that into this year because I was trying to control like the beginning of January and like my year when actually I didn't have the answers yet. So uh, another question was, where can I put in less effort and get more results? Um, I do find in my early 20s, I was just like outputting and hemorrhaging like energy, like with, with all my relationships, people like saying yes, like with different jobs and work. And I was like burnt out and I didn't actually feel fulfilled for it. So now I'm really looking to kind of like slim back life and be like intentional with my time. Where do I, where am I most lit up with the company I keep? And in terms of work, instead of doing like 8,000 million things for like hours, can I do like the more important things or like try and streamline what I'm doing every day or my roles so that like what I'm good at pays off twofold um, rather than just like just putting in loads of work and then just getting output that maybe I'm not happy with or just isn't worth my time or, you know, the people I work with time. So another knowledge bomb. Welcome back to this segment. Um, This is one I want to share that I've shared previously on an IGTV video, one of my guru moments on a at a underscore blanks. Um, I wanted to resurface it this time because I feel like it's quite relevant today we make so many decisions every day and like in life more than ever um our brains are like on overdrive and it's like beep 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 and I think we're just so in our heads and can get really lost in this flurry of choices um resurface this quote it's um and it comes from um a a speaker called Mark Manson and he's a bit of a self-help guru and I kind of really have a really tumultuous kind of icky relationship with kind of like white male self-help speakers online who've made their fame but regardless this one piece of his work resonated with me so I'm going to hold it true it's if it's not fuck yeah it's no and why this really resonates with me is because I find it's so hard to make decisions these days and um I kind of want to do everything or I feel like I'm obliged to do certain things and I don't actually want to do it or I think I should do it when actually in my heart of hearts I don't want to and there's so many ways you can look at a decision that you're like you kind of get paralyzed by which one to go for so the reason why I like this it's not if it's not fuck yeah it's a no filter is because it really just forces you to think deep down inwards gut instant reaction instinctual instinctively about something um and then you kind of automatically have your answer because I think we often ignore our inner sort of compass as a guide to what we really want to do and the choices we make and we live in our heads a lot which can which is essentially just like a computer program trying to problem solve so to actually kind of connect it with who we are and what we need and want as human beings individuals it can sometimes help to have like a tool nearby so if you're not great at making decisions or feel quite like paralyzed in today's world with what to do with yourself often then try the if it's not fuck yeah, it's a no filter. And a useful build on this for like the next step, which is often having to tell people you're not going or like tell someone your decision or um, your outcome for let's say you've got an invite towards something or you've been offered something or um, you've got to decide between two events or you don't know which, you know, choice to make for 
um, that will affect someone's sort of feelings, a good way to frame that answer and that response is, look, I'm, I really want to give 100% to everything I do or like I want to be there fully and I find that if I'm not able to do that, it would be letting you down. And so what that does is sort of remove the um, onus onto you and take it, remove the personal sort of element of it and make it about this sort of like standard of the experience instead. So it becomes less like you have to feel the guilt of not being able to kind of live up to it or say yes or attend and more about the fact that that experience for someone else would be less fulfilling and, and less golden. And then I think people can better relate and understand that because um, if you put on, yeah, if you're in their shoes, they're probably like, yeah, actually, if they're not feeling 100% and they're there, it might just weaken the mood or like change the energy or the results might not be as good. And like it allows that person to understand and interpret what 100% might be to them and feel better about it. And then in turn, you feel better about it. So try using that one. Um, hope it works. So as per usual, please get in touch and share your comments and thoughts with me about any podcast episode. Um, had some really good comments and lovely conversations with some of you on the last one, um, the very first episode of season five. Woohoo! So it was great to receive them. And I post the best ones anonymously um, so that everyone can kind of see what we're talking about and like different perspectives on things. Um, but yeah, I'm at A underscore blanks. That's B-L-A-N-X on Instagram. That's my personal account, but it's all mobile mentoring over on, on there. Um, yeah, really hope you're enjoying this season and thank you so much for listening. Hi all, thank you so much for listening to the Mobile Mentor Podcast. If you did really enjoy yourself, please hit the subscribe button. We are available on all podcast platforms. And if you want some more nuggets of wisdom, follow us on Instagram. We're at the Mobile Mentor, all one word. If you want to send us an email with your thoughts and ideas or suggestions, we're at mobilementorpodcast at gmail.com. Cheers.